0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today in our lesson from Galatians, we hear about two states that are described by St. Paul. Two states of being in relationship to God. Um, One state is that state of being under the law. That other state is of being in Christ through faith. And we see in the first two verses that Paul uses two images for this first state of being captive under the law. He says, now before faith came, we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith would be revealed. Therefore, the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came so that we might be justified by faith two images are here in these two verses the first image is that of being held captive or imprisoned having a guard put outside one door one's door not being able to leave one when one wanted not being able to follow the whims of one's own will this image of being captive by the law is an interesting one. What does this mean? Well, we see in the word of God that the law of the Lord is good. It's a good thing you see in the Psalms that the psalmist says the law is good. The law revives my soul. The law of the Lord is perfect. The law of the Lord is a lamp to one's feet. How do we hold that? Intention with what Paul is saying here. What does this mean? Well, the law is good in the sense that the law gives us this vision, God's own vision, God's own reflection, in fact, of His perfect holiness, His divine character of moral goodness. And you see when the law is given through Moses at Mount Sinai that those Ten Commandments and then the code of law that went along with the Ten Commandments That the Ten Commandments are meant to show us God's ideal for us. And so we might say, that is a good thing. That is a wonderful thing to know um, what God's character of holiness is really like. What does it mean to be holy? Well, there in the Ten Commandments, we get a picture of what that means. And it is good to have that picture. It is good to know. It is good to be told that. But then, as we look at that picture, as that law becomes a mirror in which we with honesty see ourselves as we really are, when we hear the law recited once a month or when we read it in our Bibles or in our prayer books, we hear each commandment and each commandment rings in our soul and we have to ask ourselves, have I done that? Do I do that? Do I live up to that? In that mirror of the law, we see ourselves as we really are. That we fail. We don't live up to that ideal perfectly. The way that we are required to do to be in the presence of a holy God. And so we find that the law kills us. The law condemns us. That in seeing... That perfection, in looking in that mirror of perfection, we see our own flaws. And we say, how can I get there? As though that picture of perfection is on the other side of a completely impossible barrier. And there we are, trapped and captive, unable to get out, unable to reach God, unable to be in relationship with God If perfection is what is required. And so it could be said, as Paul says, that the law keeps us captive. The law kills us. The law condemns us. We are trapped. And I think of this other lesson that we had, the gospel lesson, That image of that man is a hard one to really conjure up. This picture of this man who had been literally, physically destroyed by this um, evil that was eating away at him from the outside, from the inside, from all around. He was trapped in that condition. He even had to be literally bound so that he wouldn't hurt himself or others. And I would say that that binding, that captivity that that man experienced is, interestingly enough, so much like that captivity that Paul talks about in Galatians. And yet, for us, as we find ourselves trapped and captive like that poor man who was... um, Possessed by that demon or that legion of demons. We find that this is just for a time. God is gracious. He does not leave us in this state of captivity. In this state of bondage. But he delights to send his son Jesus to us. And Jesus is for us just like he was for that man. That voice calling. Jesus called out to that demoniac and called out, called out His salvation, spoke words of freedom and release over Him. And in and through Jesus, God for us does the same thing. Because we see that there is a new way to be in relationship with God, and that new way is not one that requires us to be perfect, even as God is perfect, but rather says that we should look to faith Look in faith to Jesus Christ, the one who is indeed perfect. And Jesus, that perfect, spotless lamb, did die for us. So that in his death, God would be reaching out to us with love, with grace, saying, you don't have to be perfect because I am perfect, and because my son is perfect, and because we love you. And so, by his eternal word... God, through that eternal word, Jesus Christ, has called us out of the captive state of being under the law and into a new kind of religion where we are forgiven and where we are even adopted as God's own children. And so, through faith, in this second state, through faith in Christ, we are new men and women We are renewed, restored, healed, forgiven, released, and set free. And for this we can say, thanks be to God.